This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And today I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Vanda Varga from Vanda Varga Training. Vanda, thank you so much for being involved in Shine On You Crazy Daisy Volume 3. Uh, please tell us about your business. Oh, thank you very much for inviting me, Trudy. So yes, I'm Vanda Varga and I'm a Master Practitioner and Trainer of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming and Hypnotherapy. So basically I'm a tool guide to people's minds and what I help people with is to understand how their mind works uh, and how they can change it so they can become the very best version of themselves. Oh, I can't wait to get into a bit of that. Um, where did you grow up and how has that country influenced you? Well, I grew up in Hungary in the capital uh, which is Budapest and uh, I was thinking about that question actually and I can't really tell you how it influenced me growing up because while I was there obviously I didn't know any better mm. so uh, that was the only way how I knew to be and the only way how I knew to live so I can't really pinpoint how it helped me what I do know is that my family had a really big influence on me mm. um, my Hungarian family is uh, is a very hardworking family with absolutely wonderful work ethics. Um, and what I feel is that my parents gave all three of us really, really good principles, uh, not just with working, but with everything that we do in life. They taught us how to uh, how to make sure that we get the best out of life and how we can achieve whatever we want to achieve. Mm. So all three of us are very driven in a sense that we can, we, we always strive to help people in different ways. So that's a very big thing in my family really, is to not just do something for you, but to actually be there for others and have them achieve what they can achieve as well. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's, I think, I this is how my family- background, It's culture, isn't it? And it, it's- um, It is culture. That's wonderful. One of the, the title of your chapter is, please just don't. So where did that come from? Well, it com came from it comes from an old story um, when I was uh, back in high school, or even before. So, what you need to know is that I was at the bottom of my English class. <laughs> Believe it or not, I was, and uh, I didn't really know much about the language. Everybody in the class that I joined um, had a very good background in English. They've been studying English together for years before I even met English in general um, they knew a lot more than I did or my brother because he's my twin brother mm -hmm. uh, either of us did and we were just there in the class really being at the bottom and not knowing what we are doing there mm -hmm. so this is how we were learning English learning English trying to catch up with the others with not much success I have to admit and by the time we got to A levels and GCSE or the equivalent of that in in Hungary um, that was a bit of a struggle <laughs> so I was there and I was having my English, uh, English exam I think I got a, a, a topic family or friends something easy like that it's easy today it wasn't easy back then and um, when I finished the exam the teacher told me that Vanda 
I will give you a good grade to make sure that you can get into university so we can keep up your average and everything. But please don't ever speak English ever in your life. Please just don't. That's awful. She thought that she was helping me. You know, it came from a good place. It wasn't malicious. She wasn't trying to hurt me or any anything. Um, but yes, it became a limiting belief in my mind. And then I just carried on with that limiting belief throughout most of my life. Not all of it, as you can tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is very... The, the stories that come out of, of, um, of listening to these backgrounds and that being the title of your chapter, as much as you're obviously giving it a lot of kindness and that it, that it wasn't a negative thing, or she didn't mean it maliciously, it's something that's really um, driven a path of your thinking. It definitely is. So in that, you've come over to the UK. Why did you decide to go out on your own and what is NLP? Okay, so uh, by trade, I'm a neural rehab specialist mm -hmm. called a conductor. So um, I studied in Hungary, went to university to study conductive education and education as such. So I, so I am also a teacher. And then I went to Birmingham um, and I work at the National Institute of Conductive Education at the adults department, which was my dream, working with people with neurological conditions like Parkinson's, stroke, MS, head injury and all the rest. Mm. And, uh, you know, as I naturally progressed and I got better, I felt that I needed a new challenge. So I left the job and I came down and I worked at the Rainbow Center. I ran the Rados department and absolutely, absolutely loved it. The only issue was is that while I loved it, my body didn't. <laughs> Not quite. And um, and I had a long standing back problem for, for quite a number of years, really. But I just kept kept brushing it under the carpet because I really loved doing what I did. And I really thought that I was born to do that. Until the point that my body had enough and my subconscious mind said that, you know, you are not listening to me. It doesn't matter how loud I shout. So now I'm gonna make you listen and I'm going to make you stop and think. So I had a slip disc. Oh. Um, yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? Um, and this is when I really had to stop because I was in bed. I couldn't really do much. Mm. Uh, so I really have to, had to stop and think what I was going to do with my life and how I could still fulfill my purpose without the, the physical strain on my body. Mm. And this is when I actively started looking for something that I could transfer my field of expertise into, which is uh, the brain neuroplasticity, how you can rewire your brain, how you can overcome any sort of difficulties, even things like a neurological condition, but using your brain in the right way. Mm -hmm. And this is when I found neuro-linguistic programming, which is based on neuroplasticity, mm -hmm. your brain's ability to rewire itself. And it is basically a user guide for the brain and how it works and how you can reach your full potential. It gives you a whole load of big tool bag of tools and techniques um, to to help you understand how you think, how you communicate, how you behave, and then ultimately become the very best version of yourself. And, so, and the patterns that we all put into mm -hmm. our brains and think, well, well, that can't be changed, or um, that's what that's what happens, that's what's always going to happen. And NLP is so powerful in being able to help you to realize and bring awareness to what what that pattern is but then how to change it, it exactly. it's amazing what you're doing yeah I, I absolutely loved it and you know just knowing that I'm from a neural rehab background so I'm, I'm from the brain 
And now I work with the brain as well and just seeing how it can be used in any aspect of your life, literally in your personal life, in your physical health, in your business, in your mental health, in in anything, in your relationships, in, in, in every aspect. This is just absolutely wonderful. Should people choose to implement it in their everyday life? Yeah. When you look back, what's been your biggest driver forward? I think it's always been that sense of purpose that I always had is to to be useful, to be helping others, to facilitate growth, people's personal or business or whatever growth that might be, just to help people in general. That's always been very important from for me from since I can remember. <laughs> really, you could ask my mum. I think she would say the same. Yeah, so that but was. even when you said that little story at the beginning about your family having a big influence on you, it sounds like it's come from them. It's coming to you that exactly. this helping people and and uh, and being a part of community is really important to you and your family. Absolutely, absolutely. That's amazing. What's one lesson that you would want every entrepreneur to know? Mm, I think the biggest lesson that I've learned, uh, and luckily I learned it quite quickly is that as much as I would like to believe that we are all superheroes and wonder women, mm-hmm. we can't do it all on our own. Yeah. And being a soul trader can be a really, really lonely place at times, mm-hmm. unless you start networking. So I think this was the biggest thing for me. And I actually, um, I had some absolutely wonderful friend who brought me into the networking world. Mm-hmm. So they helped me learn this lesson fairly early on. And once I started to network and I built my circles and I got to know more and more people, I never felt alone. Mm. So this is what I would advise everybody, really, every, every, everybody who starts out on their own is to start networking, build and nurture those relationships. Yeah. And then you will never have to go on your own. Yeah. And of course, the other thing is no matter what others say. Never let them believe that you can't do something and never let anybody else tell you what you can or you can't do. Absolutely not. <laughs> Please just don't. <laughs> Please just don't. I loved your chapter heading. I, was, I couldn't wait to read it. I thought, crikey, where's this going to go? Please just don't. I love it. Uh, what's your favourite piece of business software? That, that was a bit of, um, it gave me a bit of thinking to do. I'm not very good with uh, technology and softwares and all that. Um, what I do feel is that our main and biggest asset is our brain. Mm-hmm. And as long as you know how to use it or whatever software or book or education piece could help you to understand how to use your brain, this is really the biggest software that you that you can ask for. Yeah. And apart from that, what is my <laughs> most secret secret um tool is my calendar (laughs) as soon as something is in my calendar it will happen so as soon as i put it in there that's just set in stone and i am going to do it of course with a bit of flexibility in there but i what i find is that having things put in my calendar and being able to map out my day my week my month it actually helps me overcome overwhelm yeah or anxiety or feeling lost because I do actually know what I do or where I have a bit of gap what I can put in there very important always put some self-care and relaxing time otherwise we won't be able to succeed will we (laughs) um is that google calendar that you use Uh, I use google calendar yes yes brilliant it's just a very simple one (laughs) everybody can have it 
Uh, Vanda, this has been so lovely. You are so relaxing to listen to. <laughs> um, thank you so much for sharing your story in the book and on the podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop, and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.